Hi there, I'm RPG enthusiast and dungeon master Ryan Howard. Can't get enough RPG talk? Want to hear interviews with legends of the RPG world? Want to discover new and interesting games? Then let me recommend my show, Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard. Each week on Rollin' Bones, I have conversations with content creators, industry legends, and gaming enthusiasts about the world of RPGs. I also share stories from my gaming table and give advice for players and GMs alike. Sound like the show for you? Then roll your bones over to RollinBonesPodcast.com or the podcatcher of your choice and check us out. Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard, your source for the best in RPG interviews. Hey there, I'm Megan Catherine, host of Girl Meets Nerd, a podcast about my adventure into the nerdverse and your beginner's guide to becoming one. Up until a few years ago, I had only ever played Mario Kart and Monopoly. But then I met a very cute nerd who spent most of his time exploring imaginary worlds with his friends. Very quickly, I was won over by this nerd and his fantastical world of games and adventure. Join me on the Girl Meets Nerd podcast as I explore video games, board games, Dungeons and Dragons, and much, much more. You can find The Girl Meets Nerd on pretty much any music streaming service, including Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Girl Meets Nerd Podcast so you don't miss a single drop of nerdy goodness. Thank you so much to Knights and Nerds for featuring me on this podcast. I can't wait to see what happens next for our heroes in this campaign. Greetings, peasants. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim speaking. I'm the Dungeon Master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. Today we have episode 59. We are so close to the end. It's been quite an interesting journey, and I'm interested to see what people's thoughts are once the campaign is over. I know that I have many of my own thoughts, and we have recorded the last episodes for, you know, a few weeks now. So I've had some time to ruminate on things that I think went well and some things that I think went maybe not as well as they should have. But I just want to take a minute to say thanks for being on this crazy journey with us. And I'm excited about what is in store for the future of the podcast. So after this episode, we have episode 60. And then we have sort of a group discussion. I think we'll hopefully be recording with uh, a friend of the podcast, Ryan Howard, who will steer a discussion um, with a, a more objective eye than, <laughs> than I did. Uh, hopefully we can uh, coordinate our schedules for that. Uh, there's also another behind-the-screen episode that I recorded with Matt and Sarah. It was when I figured out that they were going to go and try and steal the staff from Arizax, and I didn't want to publish that yet. Um, I decided not to, to publish it until the end of the podcast because uh, we had the dice giveaway going on, and I didn't want to give anyone who is listening to the behind-the-screen episodes, because not everybody listens to those. Uh, I didn't want to give 
the people listening to that an unfair advantage to to make an accurate guess and win those sweet dice. The winner for that, of course, will be announced soon. So we've got uh, episode 59 today, episode 60 coming soon, a group chat, and then a behind-the-screen episode, and then we're going to start diving in right into the next campaign. And for that, um, I am going to be recording the behind-the-screen episodes right from the start, right from the world-building. Like, uh, the, the players have picked their characters, I have a concept... But I have to create a story. I have to create the problem. And I have to create the dilemmas that the characters are going to face. So I'm going to be recording my entire thought process for that. And hopefully somebody finds that useful. Otherwise, I've posted a new Discord link to the Nice Nerds Discord uh, in the show notes here. I realized the other one was very temporary and probably expired within a day after I posted it, which is a total bonehead move on my part. So please join the Discord. There's a lot of fun stuff happening there. Uh, Link is in the show notes. And also, check out nerdychicken.ca. They are an amazing store for RPG accessories. They've got really crazy uh, and beautiful dice that uh, that you should check out. But other than that, dice towers, DM screens, miniatures, like really, and some really eclectic stuff on on top of that. And and they like us too, which I'm I'm thrilled about. And they've given us um, they've given our listeners a coupon code, Nerdy Night, so you can get a discount on some of your RPG accessories. So the coupon code again, Nerdy Knights, N E R. D-Y-K-N-I-G-H-T-S at nerdychicken.ca. You should also follow them on social media. They're at chickenlynerd on Instagram and Twitter. Now let's rejoin our heroes who are in a bit of a situation. Candace, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Faye, Vanna, Spruce Lee, and Giladab Fabblestabble. Last time we played, it was a huge encounter gilly was tracking the staff of control to the keep you showed up spruce saw a very intimidating looking mind flare inside the main hall of the great keep the mind flare ran up a side passage boosted with speed with the spell uh haste no it wasn't haste it was long strider Spruce was able to catch up lightning fast to this mind flare, which turned out to be an illusion. The Agarand hybrid and a number of thralls were also there. Agarand teleported into the hallway. He said, that's Dimension Door, and proceeded to attack Spruce a number of times. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, the real mind flare, actually an Ulatharid, which we can talk about later. Oof revealed itself in the in the main hall and gave a psychic command to a number of people who were unable to resist it. Lilith, uh, Brita, Devon, and Vanna all were told, well, I guess Faye was told as well, but Faye resisted. They were all told to get as far away from here as they possibly could, and so they were compelled to run. Vanna, upon exiting the keep, 
shouted for Githyanki to tackle her, just try to keep her in the fight. So she's currently being grappled by a very confused Githyanki. <laughs> While Aegaran knocked Spruce unconscious, Giladab had a face-to-face with the Ulatharid. They were in the process of change uh, of negotiating, <laughs> I guess, for the rune-inscribed gems and the crystal, which the Mind Flayers need to complete their device. Gilly handed over half of the stuff in exchange for the Mind Flayer destroying the staff, which canceled out the control, the order that the Iron Guardians were under as they were just beginning to besiege the city. And then with Spruce unconscious and Agrand looming over him, as a safeguard against hostilities and betrayals. To try to ensure the party's cooperation, Giladab rolled the dice, literally and figuratively, to try to kill this boss mind flare, which he did with an insane use <gasps> of Misty Step and probably one of the most cinematic backstabs ever to grace Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spruce at this time ha- already had two failed death saves. And so Agarand, standing over Spruce's unconscious body, saw the lead architect of this entire plan, the grand design to turn Pharaoh's Point back into a, an alien mind flayer colony, saw this architect cut down by a little teleporting gnome, and so decided to deliver the death blow to Spruce Lee. But... Uh, adopting a house rule, Spruce will get one action, oh, sorry, one turn, and all of his attack uh, damage is maximized, depending on what he wants to do. So with the final mustering of his strength, Spruce Lee brings himself back to consciousness. And that's where we'll pick up. Can I, can Spruce, like, speak first before attacking or before taking his action? Sure, of course, yeah. I thought you were just like, uh, quick question. <laughs> In Spruce form. It would, be, it would have been perfect. Yeah, if I use a healing potion. I'm going to call a tattoo gonna, trust meeting. Yeah, it's, it's called a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, one second. Okay, guys. I've written personalized you. letters for everyone. <laughs> 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 Yeah, please, please. Okay. Monologue. It won't be long. There's a, a just a little something he needs to say. Should I voice act this? Should I be like on my death? Do what you want to, man. Knee. <laughs> <laughs> so Spruce is going to kind of, I guess, kind of push himself up onto one knee. You know, sort of in the think of like the you know Avengers pose when they jump from a high ground and land like one knee and one fist on the ground sort of thing superhero landing yeah, yeah. Of, of course and as he's sort of pulling himself up like that he's gonna look up at Agarand and and he'll say you know you you think you're part of something grand something something great but you're just a pawn you're you're a puppet of no consequence to those that are pulling the strings you are nothing you will lose and you will die. And when you do, it will be at the hands of something truly great. Something that I am honored to die for. 
and then he's going to swing his glaive at Egerand. And that is 25 to hit. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... The glaive easily finds the gaps between his plate armor. And you said this is every every hit is max damage? Yep, you got it. So that's 15 slashing. He's going to swing his glaive again. That's going to be 22 to hit. You bet. Yeah, it does. Yes. So another 15 slashing. Uh, okay, I'm going to use a key point because I might as fucking well and use flurry of blows. So Spruce is going to make these two attacks. And I mean, you know, at this point, he's just basically raging with no energy left. He's just going to throw the glaive down and then make two unarmed attacks as well. The first of which, 13. The second one is 26. Yeah, 26 will do it. (laughs) And that's going to do... Yeah, okay, 10 uh, bludgeoning, I guess. And then, so after making all these attacks, um, Spruce is going to kind of fall back down back down to his one knee and uh, with dog being right there beside him he's just going to kind of put put one hand on the scruff of dog's neck and and just look at him and say you've been you've been a good boy after dealing an immense 40 points of damage to Agarand who's just reeling after those those attacks with cuts and this sort of reddish purple blood coming out from under his plate armor. Agrand straightens back up and gives, like narrows his one remaining actual dragonborn eye. Not dragonborn, half dragon. He's half so many things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He narrows, he narrows his one orange eye at Spruce. And he says, people should know when they're conquered. And with terrible strength, he drives his longsword into Spruce's torso, extinguishing the life from one Spruce Lee. Agrand will then pick up Spruce Lee's glaive, walk out into the main hall of the of the keep, and th- throw the glaive towards Giladob. Not in like a javelin way, but just kind of like a, here you go. And he proclaims, you were warned. It doesn't matter if you kill all but one of us. I am continuously changing and growing. Every secret that they knew, I will soon know. The plan will continue. Okay, we're going to skip over Devin's turn, Lilith's turn, because they're running. Uh, we are back <laughs> up to Giladob. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, I guess. I'm just trying to picture myself in the situation. So I'm probably, like, still on the back of this dead mind flare. Uh, I'm probably, like, just pulling out the dagger. Um, and now <laughs> Spruce's 
uh, weapon is just clattering on the ground in front of me. That's right. Yep. There are still a number of thralls in the in the room. Should point that out. So there's a few more thralls in the room, and then Faye is in the room. Yeah, yeah. Me and Faye, dog, and then your your fuzzy ball animals versus Staggerand and uh, you know at, at least a dozen thralls that are still standing around waiting for orders. So Gilly's probably got, you know, there's so much going on. Uh, just this time standstills moment of trying to process the room uh, as I scan around. I think I would have such a difficult mixed emotion of that immediate like pride and accomplishment of like surviving the situation I was in, uh, only to realize that other things were going on around me that I wasn't so aware of. Uh, it would be difficult to see. You could probably see it on his face as things sink in. And I'll turn to Faye and I'll ask, where are the others? <laughs> <laughs> Faye's eating like, a hot dog, apparently, and she's just like... <laughs> <laughs> When he says the others, do you mean like Spruce who just fucking died in the office? <laughs> well, Spruce, Spruce isn't here. Van is not here. Like, oh, so Devin's you, not here. So Brita's not here. What you're saying yeah. is you're just realizing because you were in a blood rage. It's just the two of you. That it was no, not was total, but okay. Well, are you gonna respond? <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm double checking what exactly you were asking. <laughs> I'd be like, everyone's running away. They felt the force to go. Uh, Spruce is dead. <laughs> so, like, she's just like in shock. And I feel like Faye would just be looking like, what the hell do we do? Like, I'm looking to you. I pretty much always look to you what to do. And I think we're both feeling a little bit lost right now. Do we just attack Egerin? Do we just try and kill the rest of these guys? I mean, <laughs> uh, Tom, if you, if you, uh, if think... you need a minute to, to think about what you're going to do. I can cut over to a different scene. Is that... Would you want to do that? Well, no, I was just having a thought that's not like a super healthy thing, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to explore it. Um, because you're jerking off. Oh my god, this, this sucks to bring up. No, it sucks to bring up because I can't reference, but I think pretty much the last thing I said to Faye is like, can you go to Spruce? Like, can you, ha can you take care of it? Like, before going off to fight. So that's in a way why I was like checking back up. Yeah, I'm still gonna stand with what I said because he threw yeah. Dave down. So he's out. he's. We're just kind of I think looking at each other, exchanging looks of what do we do next. It's only you and me right now because Vanna's being tackled by Gith Yankee. Then, <laughs> kind of exhausted, Gildab will pull his weight back up, and uh, his hands trembling with the bloody dagger and he probably just screams like we have to keep fighting and uh he'll command the animals to attack because he's a little worn out because they're still the main threat yeah so we have to protect ourselves we have to get the group back together yeah send send your uh was it two axe beaks and and a tiger <laughs> 
<laughs> I heard that question. <clears throat> I asked about the Horn of Valhalla. So, All right. So I'll command the tiger to attack whatever's closest to Faye. Yeah, so there's still, uh, I believe, three thralls that had uh, moved towards the, the, the door um, where you guys had entered. Uh, a couple of them were, were killed with ranged attacks, uh, but these these sort of dragonborn thralls are, uh, I think Faye is, is relatively close to them still, like within their movement, so uh, they'd probably be looking right. to her next. Yeah, I'll, I'll send a Okay, so he'll run over and pounce one of those. Um, oof, that's not a good roll. Eleven. Uh, Eleven's not going to quite get through the uh, the leather armor of these guys. All right, so that doesn't work out. And then I've got this abomination thing that just killed Spruce. Uh, yep. Yeah. In front of me, I will send the axe beaks after him. So a 16 to hit? 16 just sort of pecks pecks at his armor. Not quite enough. No. All right. And then the other one runs up. Uh, 18 to 18 hit. does do it, yeah. Okay. So he'll do 9 damage. Egerin will make a, uh, a legendary action, a melee attack on one of these axe beaks. Oh, cool. Jeez. Uh, did not roll well. Only a 13. Does a 13 hit? Yeah, that hits them. Okay. They've only got 11 armor. It's 11 points of slashing damage. Ooh, yeah, he just slashes at one of the axe beaks and it, it <laughs> probably looks barely able to stand, I'd say. So it doesn't quite revert back into a fuzzy ball? <laughs> no, it's not totally destroyed, right. but... <laughs> Cool. Sorry. And uh, what else? What else are we going to do? Uh, and then I will just shoot my bow. All right. I'm not going to move forward. I think I'm like barely standing right now. Get a sneak attack. Uh, Twenty-four to hit. Yeah, that does it. Eleven. Eleven base damage, and then sneak attack. Right. Mm-hmm. Twenty-nine damage. Total. That's a powerful arrow, as Agarand is sort of off his footing from the uh, damage from the axe beak and distracted. He got overbalanced when he cut through the axe beak so easily. Yeah, and you see as as he <laughs> as he swings down, you see you see an opening in his armor, and you take advantage of that and strike true with that arrow. Vanna, you are outside. I want you to make. Um, I want you to tell us what's happening. You're being grappled by a Githyanki. You're still under this command that you have to flee. Mm-hmm. It's a command that you can't seem to ignore. Yes. As you're wrestling with this Githyanki, you can you can tell that there are other dragonborn that are coming. You remember, it seems like a long time ago, it was probably 10 minutes, that, uh, <laughs> that some ran off to get reinforcements. Mm-hmm. Now they're coming back. They're like, I can hear them, like they're that close. That's how yeah, I know. Yeah, you could probably see them if you tore your eyes away from this. Weirdly handsome Githyanki. 
<laughs> I'm glad I'm getting caught up in the romance of the situation. Mm-hmm. Is this a such Vanna a meet has, cute? Vanna has strange tastes. Drunk farmers and gith. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you want me to roll what? Sorry. Um. Mm-mm-mm. What are you going to try to do with with this turn? I think you will have to try to escape from him because you're still under the urge to flee, right? Oh, I see what you... Yes, okay. Um, may I poke at the DM a little bit? Poke away. Is there, is there any chance... What cast this uh, ability or spell? And did, I, did me killing anything maybe stop it? So, mass suggestion is really nasty. <laughs> it doesn't require concentration, which something oh, like... Okay. Yeah. It doesn't require concentration and like you don't get like the command lasts for 24 hours and you don't get subsequent saving throws after you fail it so it's 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 a doozy (laughs) okay they're mine well what i would do i suppose is i mean i want him to try and like restrain me because i don't want to be fleeing and i mean i don't know if it's possible i'd like for him to like if he can Push me back into the room so I can see what the hell is going on. But you're just going to keep trying to flee no matter what. You're going to be fighting against him, trying to flee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flee to talk to those people and get them to come fight with us. Yeah. Quick metagaming question. Quick question, Tim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bruce is dead. Uh, no, this is a Matt question. Um, uh, Elwyn, where, he stayed outside on the ship? Where yeah. did he stay? I forget. He's... He's piloting the airship right now. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Don't you worry. Don't you worry about where Ellen is. Yep, just, yep, okay. What other, what other people you want me to go get who? Alasha. And the people who are fighting. Do I have a sense that I have any, con- like, if I just, like, succumb to this whim of leaving, do I have any control over where I'm going, though? Just a do way, I ha- right? Can I feel that? Uh, within, oh, meta question. Within reason. <laughs> like, you wouldn't... What was the... Sorry. Right, go ahead. What was the exact command, anyway? The command was get as far away from here as you can. Oh, it was here. Okay. I think within reason, you could, you could try to um, choose a route that is most expedient. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily need to run through, like, a a burning building just because it's like the shortest distance between like the fastest way out of the city, for example, mm-hmm. you know, the command can't make you deliberately run into harm. But can I deliberately run to specific people? Hmm. As long as it's in an away direction. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if it's going away, couldn't she like be like, okay, I have to get away, but I'll go somewhere useful. Like the uh, Warriors Alliance or whatever. If it's not like a huge detour. Like, if you're still going away, I would say yes. Yeah, if you're still going away, sure. And how many Dragonborn do I see coming towards of me? Oh, um, it's like, you would ballpark it at around maybe a dozen or so, perhaps more. And just a logistical layout question, I would have to be running towards them? Is that the w- a way out? <laughs> you could potentially run around them. Running through them might be faster. 
<laughs> and more <laughs> fatal. <laughs> Thought you were looking at the horn. Yeah. Can I blow it and run? <laughs> Name of your sex tape. <laughs> Not the gift Yankee. Oh my god. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm asking so many questions. I do have one more question. Okay. So when I when the horn gets blown and these people get summoned, am I the only one that can control them and tell them what to do, or how does that work? What does it say in the they're friendly to you and your companions and follow your commands. And I'm for, like, it's just a verbal communication. So if I run away, then they're just going to be standing there. Or can I tell them like, okay, I'm going to go be right back. You can, <laughs> you can issue. It seems like you can talk. Yeah, you can issue right? commands to them. <laughs> okay. I'm going to blow the horn. Roll these and then roll one, one more time. So you rolled six? Mm -hmm. Okay. You blow that horn. Ten berserkers materialize. They fade into existence around you and around the Githyanki. And they're all sort of looking around in wonderment and uh, an expression that you can tell is definitely... They're like, where are we... Who are we against? What are we fighting? And they all slowly look to you for guidance. So I'm going to ask seven of them to kill or well I don't I don't know what's really going on, so I'm just gonna give a general state can uh, sorry, oh, I don't know how to do this. Can one of the commands be to listen to other like obey obey Gilly? Is that a thing I can say? Because I don't know what... I mean, I have no fucking idea what's going on. Mm. I mean, my general command would be to kill the Mind Flayer, because as far as I know, he's still alive, and kill Egger and, and do whatever my friends Faye and Gilly tell you to do. Okay. And my idea was... I was going to take two of the other ones with me to talk to the rest of our crew, just... So I have a little bit of support while I'm being bombarded by Dragonborn. Okay. Couldn't you, like, ask them to stop you from running away or something? It's not good. She's just going to keep trying. Unless unless they have something that's going to counter the command that she's been ordered. So you're taking two or three? Two. And the other eight are going to go inside. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. My math was better. I said seven. Yes. Okay. Neat. Neat, 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 neat. Um, are you going to try to just sort of power through these dragonborn or what? Uh, I mean, I want to take the path of least resistance. I don't want to deliberately go towards them just because that's the fastest route. If there's a way to like avoid them to some extent, I want to take that way. But if not, so be it. I, okay. don't, I don't know what my options are. <laughs> so Yeah, so you can sort of run past them. Okay, I'll do that then. These berserkers are like looking at you like the fight is that way, master. Excuse are they supposed to be questioning me? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> are you? I hope that's fully I know, what you say that's exactly. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Shut up. Like looking at the horn. Are they supposed to be questioning me? <laughs> 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 
yeah. look, look at the horn. Yeah, of be... I didn't know this was the horn of back talk. Like phase sword. It's got a personality. Uh, Vanna just goes full mom. I love it. <laughs> no judgment. No judgment, fearless leader. But this is not the way to Valhalla. You're coming with me, okay? Kill the dragonborn if you have to on the way. That's what I'm commanding you to do. Now, quiet. <laughs> they look at each other and shrug. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> oh my I've turned into a real horny bitch, apparently. That's my character arc, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> then the storyline took a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the eight berserkers will make it into the hall, but not quite into combat yet. Faye, you see just these eight, like, bearded, Viking-looking warriors with battle axes just rush into the hall, and they they look around, and they look at these thralls, and they look at Agarand, and they are just, like, salivating at the chance to, to spill some blood here. So you're... You don't know where this backup came from, but you're glad to see it. Can I can I roll a perception check to hear if we heard the horn? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Everybody probably. I think everybody would have heard it. And okay. uh, I mean, I'm guessing that I don't know. It hasn't been blown before, so whether or not you make that connection is. Well, there's been only one horn, uh, I guess... and I feel like that would be very distinct. Mm. And I I gave it to Vanna saying that like. You know, you're the only one that can use oh, this. Yeah. Like, use it when the time's right. So, hopefully, you know, we'll see. Can you, Vanna, make a survival check? I want to sort of gauge your ability to navigate as you run to avoid the dragonborn, because the city is in chaos. Okay, yes, I can. Fifteen. Okay, all right, fair. Thank God I have plus seven. We are going to just jump over to a different place and a different point in time. We are jumping toward like just maybe five minutes ago. If that, maybe one minute ago. To the Warriors Alliance training ground. The warriors who have been sort of captive there, their prison is now their stronghold as the Iron Guardians turn on the prisoners and are trying to get inside so that they can attack and kill everyone inside. Elijah, the true leader that she is, is in there helping barricade and fortify the defenses. These Iron Guardians are not taking no for an answer. Matt? You're controlling Alasha. All right, that's it. That's yep. what I've got to no, go no, on. No, right no, now. no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just setting the stage. Oh, oh okay, stage. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you've been given a you've been given a warning by Spruce Lee that the Iron Guardians were coming, mm-hmm. and sure enough, they are battering down or trying to batter down your defenses right now. Uh, oh my god, what great forethought of Spruce to call a quick tattoo meeting <laughs> right, right before his untimely death to warn the entire Warriors Alliance. Isn't that something? Vindication! Mm. <laughs> now you're sur- there's multiple points of entry to the training grounds, and each of them have been uh, blockaded to the best of your abilities. They're starting to give way, and the one that you're 
next two is the one that needs the most defending. And you can hear the just the relentless pounding of iron fists. <laughs> okay. No, that's fair. Let me rephrase. You hear just the nonstop thrusting of no. Oh yeah. <laughs> just knuckles and okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're attacking the blockades that you put up. Mm. <laughs> and they are splintering and shattering, and you can see this just this solid wall of metal. And they advance towards you. Alasha is surrounded by her closest fighters, but you, being the leader that you are, are up front. So I need you to make some attacks on these iron guardians. Okay. Um, just before I make the first attack, on my sheet here, it says I have a javelin of lightning. What is that? Because it sounds cool. Javelin of lightning. When you hurl it and speak its command word, it transforms into a bolt of lightning, forming a line five feet wide that extends out from you to a target within 120 feet. Each creature in the line, excluding you and the target, uh, must make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw, taking 46 lightning damage on a failed save, or half as much on a mm. successful one. The lightning bolt turns back into a javelin when it reaches the target. And how many like uses does that thing have, or does it have to like recharge for a certain amount of time, oh, or what? Javelin's property can't be used again until the next dawn. Hmm. Okay. And how many iron? How many iron guardians does it look like are in front of me right now? You said a whole wall of iron, basically. Yep. <laughs> you better believe it. Yeah. I wonder if Alasha just starts out strong and goes right for the goddamn lightning. <laughs> um. <laughs> Probably not, knowing I'm sure she's going to assume that some bigger shit's going down. So, uh, okay, I guess Alasha's just going to go up to the first guardian in line and start uh, attacking with her longsword. Do it. Oh, nat 20 for Alasha's first attack. (laughs) So that's going to be, oh my goodness, 32, 32 damage. Oh my God. Wow. Slashing. You just, uh-huh. you just like cleave like the head off and like also lop off one of the arms. And then this thing just crumples into a pile of, of tin. Well, iron, I Wicked. guess. It doesn't transmutate <laughs> into tin. tin. Yeah. Tin guardian sounds a little bit more adorable, like the wizard of Oz or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And then I will, whatever the next one is in line, make another longsword attack. That's only 13. 13 just misses. All right. There's going to be a couple that go up and start to attack you. You easily block one attack with your shield. Another one rolls in 19. Which does not hit. It rolls a 19, and then the gets plus 5, so it totals 24. Just kidding. <laughs> six. <laughs> six points of bludgeoning damage. Then the next one comes up to you, and it also hits with both fist attacks. It's going to be another 10 points of bludgeoning damage. 
You can feel the weight of the Iron Guardians just surging forward into this tunnel. One of your compatriots by your side falls under the weight of, of these relentless uh, fisting. <laughs> <laughs> on your left and then on your right, your comrades are being overwhelmed. And you feel yourself being pushed back. Make another series of attacks against these Iron Guardians. Uh, the first one is 25 to hit. Mm-hmm. And we'll do 16 slashing. And the second is uh, 28 to hit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and does 17 slashing. Another Iron Guardian reduced to rubble. Iron junk. You once again block one attack. Another Iron Guardian lands a hit on you for four points of bludgeoning damage. Are there... Uh, okay, all around me, there's still just, like, tons of these things? Well, they're right in front of you. So, like, whenever, you, whenever you're cutting one down, another one just pops up. Like, takes... Like, yeah. And I mean... Okay, so it just, there's there's no, it's not like I can see an end to this, like there's a finite number of them. To me, it just seems like they're going to keep coming. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like. All around you, even, even over this deafening sound of this, like, narrow tunnel that you're in, uh, or I should say it's like a passageway, uh, mm-hmm. you can hear just the sound of metal on metal, and you can hear the, the yells sounding out from other blockades, other barricades around the mm-hmm. around the training grounds. You can tell that things are not going well. Things are not going well for you and the warriors here. As you're raising your shield to block one more attack, everything suddenly goes strangely silent. And the Iron Guardians are just standing motionless. As you look around, you can see sort of a shadow looming over the training grounds. It's very weird shape. It looks like a dragon under a blimp with a door hanging under it. <laughs> and you see a familiar face peek over the edge. It's like, hey, you guys need a lift out of there? Elwyn calls down to you. Elwyn, yes. Yes, please. We... We're, we're barricaded it. What just, what happened? These things just stopped. You know what? It doesn't matter. Yes, we need out of here. All right. So he, he, he's like, all right, climb on the door. We'll just lift you up. So he lowers the airship down low enough and you and like as many other warriors hop onto this door and start climbing up this, this, uh, uh, the harpoon rope onto the ship. And Elwyn's like, they must have destroyed the staff. That's great. And he says, I think they might need help, though, because I've tried getting a hold of Spruce, and it's just silence. Uh, we're going to cut back to the keep in a second, but does, Matt, do you want Elisha to say something right there? Spruce, who's that? <laughs> the most heartbreaking for Spruce. Um, <sighs> I mean, if he's not answering in the tattoo trust, he's got to be dead. Yeah, Spruce, no. Uh, he loves that trust. 
Elasha's Elasha's heart is just gonna sink, and and she's gonna say, she's just gonna say, try again, and then I guess she'll try as well. As she's met with resounding silence, both Elasha and Owen start to think that the heroes might be in a fair amount of trouble. Elwyn says, I think I might have to try something I haven't tried in a long time. Alright, we're going to cut back to the keep. It is Faye's turn. Um, Agarand will, upon seeing the arrival of these berserkers, will use a legendary action. Going to use his frightful presence to try to scare these berserkers off because he doesn't like these guys. This is like all the reinforcements you're suddenly getting. Oh, wait, hang on, sorry. That's not one of his legendary actions, so he has to wait till his turn to do that. Okay, Faye, your turn. I'm torn as Faye would be. Because, I mean, one of us just died. So Faye's fighting the uh, old habit of wanting to turn invisible and just protect herself. Even just, like, with Blade Ward. Or to actually fight. And can I commit? Does it seem like the guys are looking at me or Gilly for instruction on what to do? And when is their initiative? They just entered, so their initiative would be immediately before yours on the next round. It's not clear that they're actually waiting for instructions, but you can you can call out to them if you want. Sorry, I had an idea, and now I'm like second guessing well, it. What's your idea? <laughs> I was going to just do, at first I was like, I'm going to do Blade Ward and protect myself because as a gut reaction, she is big on, doesn't want to die and someone else has just died. So that's going to help resist damage, but it's an action, which means it kind of takes away from me being able to do anything else. But I all, and like Gilly also said, we need to protect ourselves. But then I also know that we also need to take these guys down and it's only Gilly and I in the room right now and now 10 Berserker guys, but eight, eight Berserker guys. I've been going back and forth this in my mind the whole time. <laughs> if I should just have Max attack and like yell, kill the blue guy. Is he, is he like oh, reddish blue? You know what? What? What do we know what? Reddish blue. He's half, He's half purple. Half. No, purple. He's half and half and purple. Half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what, actually? How big is this room, and how close are we to Agrin? Uh I think the room is like 120 feet long, but you're within... Oh, geez, you're probably within 30 feet of Agrin. So a 20-foot radius around Agrin? Are any of us in that? Uh, 20-foot radius? If it's centered on him, mm-hmm. I think it would... Like a radius would... 20 feet in every direction. Okay, so no. I mean, Gilly's uh, two axe beaks are there. How much do you love those axe beaks? Do you yeah. think, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to whip out my uh, staff with three charges of ice storm. It's a perfect pause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to whip out my uh, <laughs> staff with three charges of ice storm and use one of them on Eggerand. And it's, it's a 20 foot radius. So the hail of rock of rock hard ice pounds the ground in a 20 foot radius <laughs> rock hard 40 foot pound. high cylinder <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> on the point within range each creature 
in the cylinder must make a dexterity saving throw, and a creature takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 4d6 cold damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Hailstones turn the storm area of, sorry, the storm area of effect into difficult terrain until the end of your next turn. All right. So, dexterity saving throw. This does a higher damage than anything else that I have. Okay, so Agran fails the save, but he will use a um, legendary action. (laughs) (laughs) So let's take half. Next campaign, I'm being a character that gets fucking legendary actions because that's oh my god, it's so awesome. Yeah, only only villains have them. I don't know if that trend dawned on you before now. <laughs> well, fuck. So Matt's gonna be yeah. a villain. Guess time. what, bitches? <laughs> Being yeah. the good guy, Bruce Lee raises from the dead. So Agron, join. I'm gonna join the ranks of Baby Carson yeah. and come back as a villain. <laughs> come back undead. Okay. Agron fails yeah. his deck saving throw, but he's gonna use a legendary resistance to succeed. Does take half the damage. So it was eight, which means he takes four. And then four D6. Ugh. Jesus. Seven. (laughs) Three twos and a one. Ugh. Yeah. So half of seven. Okay. Uh. Stupid. So you did eight damage and then seven no, damage? Four. Well, yeah, yeah, eight can and the, seven. So, Well, can the axe beaks make deck saves then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one gets a nine and fails. And the other gets a nat 20. Ooh. But half is still... Okay, so the one just dies. The ones that's cut will just get beaten into a pulp by the hail and then disappear. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> For seven. Awesome. God damn that. And the other one just takes like, yeah, half his life in oh damage. <laughs> so he's he's very cold. It was the first charge on the staff. It's a little bit rusty. Needs to be worked. <laughs> we have two more. Just haven't used it yet, and I was like, That's gonna, and he already took a ton hurt. of damage when you went at him. I was like, if I could get this, I might be able to like take him out. Do it to it. This is a good play. Okay. So, uh, do you have any additional bonus actions that you want to do? This is the problem is I think I already gave out all my stuff. Like I, I like because remember I, I only have so many bardic inspirations and I ended up using everything and I don't think I have any more bonus stuff. These thralls next to this tiger are going to attack it. What's the tiger's armor class? A hundred. The tiger's armor class is twelve. Oh, both of them. Well, two two miss. One's going to run up to Faye, so the tiger's going to get an attack of opportunity on this one that's just running. Cool. Oh, yeah, that's a good roll. Uh, 24. Oof. Five damage. Okay. Runs up to Faye after being bitten. It's kind of like limping, because he got bitten in the buttocks. Oh. It limps up to Faye and takes a swing. Misses one attack, hits one attack. Uh, Faye, you're going to take eight points of slashing damage, please. So polite. 
Okay, now Agran will use his fearful presence. Or frightful presence, I should say. Hey, wait, before he does that, um, Dog is still here. With Spruce gone, does Dog, hey, yeah. like, will Dog continue to act independently? Will he come back to his original master, the one who fed him scraps in the she beginning? He will not. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Or is, is, is dog just like, like Fry's dog at the end of that one Futurama episode where he's just so depressed that he lays down and won't move. He's trying to protect Spruce's body. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> okay, but like legitimately, Matt was sad before this episode because he knew he had to say goodbye to dog. He's like, I can't do it. I don't know if I'm going to do it. And I was like, you and that dog is not even real. <laughs> <laughs> the best dog I've ever had. <laughs> the only dog you've ever had. I think Dog will stay next to Spruce. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm it's okay, like I, I'm. Yeah, you. It's a defense mechanism. You cried at that dog it's a commercial. Mechanism. That dog commercial is legitimately sad. <laughs> it's all right, Tim, because like you cried over the last couple weeks. I I have brought it up numerous times that Spruce is dead in like a harsh and mean manner. <laughs> like he'll say something like, "Oh, is it because Spruce died?" <laughs> and then he's just this like, is my my loving, caring wife, you guys. <laughs> oh, is it because you got oh. fucked up? Yeah, it is. Be better next time. <laughs> oh. All right. Hold. Okay. So much love. So much love. Agran's going to use his frightful presence. So I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. Not you, Katie, because you're not around. Okay. But do you want to roll for your eight berserkers or do you want me to do that? I can do it. Sorry, I'm just. Do I have. It's a thing that I'd like, I... You have resistance to being charmed. Charmed, that's what yeah. it is. I was like, there was one of them that I know ancestry. that there's... Yeah, that's... I wasn't sure if wisdom was on there, too. But it's not. Yeah, I have gnome cunning, so advantage on intelligence, wisdom, charisma, saving throws. But I got a six, if you're <laughs> With advantage? You <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> How did Faye do? A twelve. Ooh. Wow, okay. This is not good. Faye is frightened. Gilly is frightened. Half of the berserkers are frightened. What is the consequence? Does it just mean everybody pees in their pants? <laughs> <laughs> you are horribly embarrassed at the end. <laughs> the end of the campaign is us just being so embarrassed we walk away. <laughs> Epic ending. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed I could die. <laughs> you just die. <laughs> just fall on your sword. And they did. <laughs> okay, so you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of your fear is within line of sight. You can't willing willingly move closer to the source of your fear. And now a break from our sponsor depends. When you're so afraid, you fear. I'm on depends. <laughs> Okay, question though. How long was that last for? We're sponsored by Me Undies. Have you ever peed Me Undies? <laughs> oh, it's still comfortable. <laughs> I'm assuming by all the other <laughs> ads from podcasts that I've heard. 
So you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. Okay. And then if you get unscared, then then you're good. Yeah. Uh, but I can't. Agarin. I can attack. From, sorry, I can attack from where I am, but I can't go towards him. What you're saying? Correct. Uh, Agaran is going to move towards Giladab, but will not get into contact with Giladab because of the difficult terrain from uh, yes. phase Woo-hoo. spell. Nice. He, he lurches towards Giladab slowly. Give me what is ours. He yells out as he tries to, to stand awkwardly like an American skating for the first time. <laughs> Specific reference? No, it's like anybody who goes, like anybody who goes onto an ice rink, an ice rink wearing sneakers, except for Canadians because it's our natural habitat. (laughs) We come out of the womb onto like an ice rink, like literally, you're born and just kind of slide across. It's called it's it's our version of a water birth. Our water's just frozen. (laughs) Canadians and anyone from Minnesota also. Fits into that category. All right, um, Gilly, you're up. All right, I will stand up and say, "Ooh, don't touch me!" And then um, I slip a little bit on the mind flayer's blood as I scramble away. Do <laughs> <laughs> oh. that like sneaker squeak. <laughs> My foot slipped. I love it. <laughs> And then I'll I'll turn her back and still fire an arrow at him. All right, make an attack with so disadvantage. Okay, fifteen. Fifteen. Your arrow just. Oh, use bardic inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I give that shit out all the time, thing. and it never gets used. <laughs> I can have it on the paper. One d eight to attack and stuff. Do it. Well, you can use it here if you want to. I have not announced the result. Yes, I will. I got a four, so that's um, 19 then. That hits. Oh, I'm glad I interrupted you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 12 damage. The arrow embeds into his flesh in between his plates of armor, and he breaks the shaft of it and throws it to the ground. I think Gilly didn't even, like, look at his shot. He just, like, turned and fired blindly and kept scrambling along the floor. It's called a 360 no-scope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but with a lot more blood and slipping. Yeah. Love it. Also, can we just take a second to appreciate, like, how fucking badass Agarand is? Like, I don't like him, obviously, but... <laughs> Guy's a badass. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Half dragon, half man, half mind flare. <laughs> I guess at this point, like a quarter he's... dragon, quarter man, and half mind flare. No, he's he's more he's he's more than three halves. <laughs> yeah, he's got the extra parts. Uh, I don't know if you saw like the Baldur's the, the new Baldur's Gate preview. Uh, oh, it yeah. sh- it shows a mind flare transformation that happens almost instantly. So like this is taking this is like gradual. Mm-hmm. I think because his his strength of being a half dragon doesn't want to yield to the mind flare part of what's going on. That's mm-hmm. cool. Vanna, oh, still yeah. running. Make another survival check. So I want to see again, this is going to represent how well you're able to navigate away from threats. <laughs> Natural 20, very well. Oh yeah. She's just parkouring like off of people's heads. <laughs> Fan is just running along singing Flock of Seagulls. 
And I Check ran. Check this shit out, Berserkers. Ran yeah, the Berserkers are like, well, if we, if we weren't already dead, I'd be out of breath. <laughs> Ahead of you, you see Marty McFly. Yes. Hovering over the Warriors Alliance training grounds. <laughs> there are dragonborn that are in front of you. Now you've rolled a natural 20. You can go past them or you can just charge through them. What do you want to do? If I can easily go around them, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Okay. Four berserkers are not afraid and are in the in the main room. What do you want them to do? There's two that are attacking a tiger. Or there's two thralls that are attacking a tiger. There's one thrall that's attacking Faye. Agrand is going after Gilly. So how does this work? That am, Do I somehow know these things are happening? <laughs> no, but... You're just gonna have to sort of guess like how your how they would interpret your command of like go in and attack my enemies. I'm interpreting that they would attack them. I don't know what they, they saw us attack Agrand. Yeah, what would you think that they would go for first? Are they gonna charge past the thralls and go to Agrand or are they gonna go go to the thralls? I did specifically say attack Agrand. Okay. Alright, they're gonna run in, but He's still surrounded by difficult terrain, so they will not enter combat this turn. Okay. You roll four wisdom saving throws for the other ones. Okay, so we have 12, 20, 11. Only, okay, so you rolled four times, one passed. The other three are still afraid. Mm. Oh yeah, Tim, I didn't uh, make a saving throw at the end of my turn. Oh, sorry. Please, please do. So just another wisdom saving throw? Yep. Ooh, that's better. Uh, what do I get? I rolled a 17 and plus two. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, plus three. Never mind. Still good. <laughs> oh. Still good. You shake off that momentary fear. Ah, what was I thinking? You're not so gross. <laughs> You're just regular gross. <laughs> Faye, your turn. You're afraid. All right, but Max is still floating in the air, right? Max is still floating. You've got the ice staff in your hands. You've got a dragonborn thrall in your face. I'm going to have Max attack the dragonborn thrall that's in my face. Okay. Uh, 18 to hit. Uh, yeah, so, 18 uh, does hit. 18 to hit, okay. Uh, eight points. Eight. Max floats down and just enters like from behind the like at the back of the dragonborn skull and his point comes out through the eye socket with the eye like dangling on the end of it towards you and he's like I see you <laughs> <laughs> Max says that? Yeah <laughs> I love you Max And that dragonborn thrall is dead by the way I assume so. <laughs> With the brain shot. All right. What else you got? Anything? No, I don't have bardic inspiration. Okay, nope, can't do it. Almost all my things involve bardic inspiration points or using my bardic inspiration point to instead of this. Okay. Agarand will use his... So, sorry, on the end of Gilly's turn, he used basically a full move to get further away from Agarand and then shot him. Agarand will use his last use of Dimension Door and step into contact with Gilly. 
he recharges his use of Staggering Smite, and his longsword begins to pulse with this dark psychic energy. You cannot run. That's what he says to me? Yes. I'll look him dead right back in the eyes and say, I'm not running. Gilly's ego is like ten times the size of Gilly. I fucking love it. (laughs) 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 All right. Back on the airship, Elwyn Elwyn looks to the dwarven crew and he says, I need you to get the ship back to the keep and be ready for a fast extraction. Rangrim's like, you got it, boss. We're just going to be cranking all day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and Elwyn goes up to Alasha and he's like, I did this in episode one. No, I did. <laughs> in episode one. <laughs> episode one of life. <laughs> Birthday. At my mom's he's vagina. Like, I just started. <laughs> when I shot out onto that ice rink. <laughs> Oh, Elvin's Canadian. That's He he sort of like puts his hands on her shoulders and begins to mutter an incantation. And a magical pulse, pulsing light begins to flow around both Elwyn and Alasha. The airship vanishes. In the keep, this, there's this white, blue-white flash of light from behind Gilly, suddenly Elwyn and Alasha are standing there. Agrand, with his one good eye, looks from Giladab, who he was about to attack with a devastating blow, and sees Elwyn and Alasha standing there. Matt, it's Alasha's turn in initiative. What's she gonna do? We're behind Gilly. So is Gilly, like, in line with Alasha and Agrand? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like face to face puffing my chest. <laughs> so I don't want to use the javelin of lightning, is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm a lot shorter than him. Yeah, but it's a. Remember, Plus he's got evasion like, and. I'm, I'm four and a half feet on a good day. <laughs> and and yeah, I do have evasions. I'm four and a half feet laying down. <laughs> <laughs> um, and presumably, Elasha recognizes Agarand. I have, Mostly, I yeah. have to assume. Yeah. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna just want to bring up the staff of lightning here so I can see. It does not? Oh, sorry, javelin. 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 Bruce, Bruce, javelin was always, lightning. Bruce was always a careful guy and never wanted to hurt other people, but maybe Alash is a little she different. Is. You know? Oh, go, she's for sure different. And she's uh, <laughs> and she's pissed also. So. Five feet wide. Okay, it's five feet wide. Okay, so Elasha appears. She sees uh, Gilly, who she recognizes because, because, and and she sees Agarand, and uh, yeah, she's gonna huck the javelin of lightning at Agarand. Yeah, what's the deck save on that? Thirteen. Okie dokie. Oh, jeez, I rolled a nat one. So it's a six total, but, you know, it's a nat one. Uh, Eggeran passes. Yeah, of course. Uh, but you have... Wait, hang on. I take half yeah, damage. Yeah, because you have evasion, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Yep. That's going to be 14 lightning damage. So seven. Gilly and Agarin look at each other like, eh. Oh, wait. So hey. wait, like uh, uh, an electric bolt traveled through me and then a spear appears like in Agarin. Yeah, Agarin also hit? takes the yeah. damage of the javelin. So wait, yeah, let me make the javelin attack. Which is going to be ranged. It just says ranged weapon attack. I guess it would be probably the same as my regular javelin, like for the attack bonus. Yeah. So 17? To hit? Yeah. Okay. Um, no. Just just narrowly mit, like glances off of his armor. Okay, so actually he doesn't take any damage. Okay. E- each creature in line excluding the target. Takes four d six. Turns and then, back into a javelin at the target. Okay. Yeah. So if it hit, then he would also take the four d six. Oh shit! All right. Well, All right. Well, you still get weird. you you still get a sword attack. You're you're essentially like behind Gilly, so you're within within movement. You can step step the five feet around Gilly and attack Agrand. Oh yeah. shit! I didn't realize I was that close. Now, <laughs> I suppose you could have stepped a few feet to the side yeah. and thrown that too. But- <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I'm trying to think. No, nope. I'm not trying to play for you. No, you know? I didn't. You do you. you I didn't I realize said. I was so close. I wouldn't have used that if I thought I was further back. Okay, no, that's fine. It is what it is. It happened. Okay, Elisha's gonna. Use she comes her, in and says, "Fuck all of you." Use her long sword. Shit. Yeah. So it's gonna be twenty nine to hit. Yeah, a twenty nine will fucking hit. Jesus. Uh huh. <laughs> What is what's the weapon that that uh, Agran's using? Long sword. So that hits him, and I'm going to also use goading attack. Yeah, those goats. So I'm gonna use a... <laughs> Just hit him with a goat. <laughs> so that is going to do. That's going to do thirteen damage. And Agaran has to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, he fails, but will use a legendary resistance to succeed. What would that have done if he had failed? So, um, it would have given him disadvantage on attacks to any creature other than me. Until okay. the end of my next turn. Elwin's too close for this combat, so he's just backing away a bit like, I'm gonna let the professionals handle this. Um, Gilly. Your turn. Sudden reinforcements. So I guess I just get shocked by lightning as a javelin appears in front of me, clinking off of Agaran's armor. And then, what did Elwin say? He says, I'm going to let the professionals handle this. So I just turn around, I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And then I remember where I am. I guess I would see... Um, Alasha at that point, too. Mm-hmm. What a surprise. God, I don't have many spell slots left. Uh, can I make a perception check? <laughs> can I even, like, tell how well Agaran's doing? Or, like... He's he's looking pretty beat up. He's not on death's doorstep yet. But he's looking fairly beat up. Alright, so... Seeing Alasha fight furiously against him... Gilly will say, let's try something different, and I will cast sleep on him. All right. 
How many D8s are you throwing at him? I'm throwing five D8s at him. So eight, four, three, six, and seven. 28. Whatever those not- Ooh. You cast sleep and you're hoping to see Agarand lose consciousness, but he's, he's too resolute. He does not fall asleep. Okay. Um, okay, he's I too that was an action. awake. He's too awake. <laughs> but drink agreed to y'all goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a line from Hot Rod. <laughs> I will sigh heavily. <laughs> Is that an action? And as I do that, I'll be commanding my remaining animal buddies to attack. There's just the... Because one of the axe beaks is still alive. Oh, is it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the Okay, yeah, the tiger can attack the thralls. I think the axe beak... Uh... Well, he was still in the snow. Yeah, maybe he just went down. <laughs> he only had... Uh, well, he had like seven health left. Yeah, as for me, I guess Gilly can't do it because I used an action for the spell. Yeah. My bonus action will just be to try and hide and, like, move towards Elwyn. <laughs> Alright, do you want to make the attack with the tiger? Okay, I'll do that. So he'll just attack one of the, the goons. 18 dam- to hit? Yep. Jumping right to damage there for a sec. <laughs> no, yeah, 18. Um, was, was someone, like, right next to him? Tiger? Or would he... Yeah. Yeah. Would he move to attack? Yeah. Okay. He's right next to him. I'll do a bite. Uh, five damage. Katie, give me another survival check. Okay. Just continuing to run, 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 run. 22. You're not making this easy for me. Trying to, <laughs> trying to get you back in the fight. You're just too good. Yep. At running. All right. Uh, Faye, your turn. Oh, shoot. Uh, sorry. Berserkers? Berserkers. Yeah, it's the Berserkers' turn. Yeah. And they can get up to Agarin now. Do it. Can you make five attacks? Um, five attacks with advantage. Ooh. Yes, happily. How many head altogether? Two. Mm. So can you roll, uh, d12? Twice, and then add three to each one. We have a six, so nine, and seven. So ten? No, that was adding the three. Oh, okay. These berserkers just run up, and Agran is desperately trying to fend them off. Two great axes bite into his, into his weird tentacle arm, though. Yeah. They're like, we don't know what you are, but we were told to come here and fuck you up, man, so we're doing it. And then what happens with the... So where are the other... Oh, yeah. You're going to roll wisdom saving throws for those guys? Yeah. 15. 14. 6. All right, so one more of them is like, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid anymore. (laughs) Yeah. All right, sorry. Faye, now's your turn. All right, so Max is currently has an eyeball hanging off the end of him. Sure. 
all been there. <laughs> and there's another thrall still beside nope. me or close to me? No, nope, you were in the clear. Ah. So just Agrin. Yep. And I'm still scared of him. Did you roll on at the end okay. of your last turn? I don't think you did. I didn't get a chance yet. But I didn't I haven't got a chance yet. But at the end of your last turn, at the end of your last turn, you uh you killed this guy, but then then I don't think you rolled after. Oh, right. Yeah. So why don't you roll for your last turn? Yeah, it's only an eight, so I'm still scared. Okay. The So I'm going to just send Max at him, I guess I can, right? Yep. He's within... So I'll get Max to try and stab him. Uh, 19 to hit. You do, ha- you do have disadvantage still. Yep, 19 to hit. Well, really? <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, because I rolled 11 plus my 8. And then my when I rolled again the second time, I got 17. So 11 was my lower. Jeez. Okay, yeah. 19 does hit. Agarand is just getting dogpiled. And then the flying sword comes in. He's like, oh, what gives? <laughs> uh, seven. Okay. At the end of phase turn, Agarand's going to take a legendary action to attack. Gilly misses. Swings just wildly over <laughs> Gilly's head. All right. Now it is Agaran's turn. He's going to try attacking Gilly again because he really wants that stuff. That's oh. a nat 20. Fuck. Oh, Gilly. If you say so. Katie's here. She sees it. <laughs> yeah, it is a 20. Keep that song to yourself, Bard. <laughs> <laughs> Faye's just singing goodbye to you before you've even been killed. <laughs> Agarant's winding up. Faye's like, oh no, Gilly's dead. <laughs> It'll be eight plus ten uh, for the crit, and then the psychic energy from the staggering smite in the sword. That's a total of 24 points of damage. Okay, but I can use Uncanny Dodge? Yeah. All right. So then it's 12 points of damage? It's 12. You're still standing? Yep. He's swinging again. What's your armor class? Is 19, isn't it? Yep. Oh, boy. He misses the second attack. Again, goes over your head. Uh, as I'm something. picturing it, I'm still slipping on the blood and like <laughs> it, it's a very messy evasion. <laughs> it's like you're not even necessarily trying to dodge. Yeah. You're just like slipping and he's like, stay still. There's a fair amount of luck involved in this recipe. Yes. <laughs> what do you uh, what were you going to say? Well, two things I was going to say. I'm picturing gore like uh, what's that fucking movie? Chainsaw arm. Army of Darkness? Oh, Evil Dead? <laughs> yeah, Evil Dead. <laughs> oh, yes. And also, how great would it be if it came down to just Faye and I, and I'm not even fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so great! <laughs> All right, Matt, lashes up next. Oh, wait, I bet my turn I didn't roll again. 16? Am I still scared? You are no longer scared. Yes! Okay. Bruce, okay. your attack of, sorry, Alasha. <laughs> no, no. Mm. Identity crisis. Trigger. Uh, 
Uh, Elash's attacks uh, will be with yeah. advantage because Agrand oh, is yes. mega flanked. Mega flank. Okay. Uh, yeah, longsword. So 24 for the first one, which is going to do 13 slashing. Elash is going to make a disarming attack. With that, with that hit, uh, so what did I just say? Thirteen, right? It's actually going to do nineteen damage, nineteen slashing, and uh, Agran has to make a strength saving throw. Eighteen plus oh geez, yeah, 20, he passes twenty six. All right, well, me twenty six. She makes another long sword, which is going to be 27 to hit. And we'll do 15 slashing. He's starting to look very rough. And he will use a legendary action to try to wrap up Gilly in a tentacle arm. Can you make a strength saving throw, please? Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on, lucky dice. <laughs> Four. Ugh. That's no good. So Gilly's caught up. He's grappled at this tentacle arm. Uh, but now it's your turn, so you can, uh, even though you're grappled, you can still attack or you can try to escape. I have a free arm. Yeah. All right. And I'll, you know, fight off. I'll be grabbing at the tentacle, trying to fight back. And I'll use my mage hand to lift my dagger up so that I can grab it. And then I'll stab him right in the eye hole. (laughs) (laughs) The one last yellow eye. Yep. The one last yellow eye. Do I still get advantage for being in this situation? I mean, he's still essentially surrounded. I mean, I'm right close to his eye hole, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got a 26 to hit. Oh, wow. Yep. So nine damage from the base dagger and then some sneak attack business. Sneak attack as you're wrapped up in his own tentacle. I'm so sneaky. (laughs) (laughs) That's like my toddler playing hide and seek. So 25 (laughs) damage total. Oh my god. It is, I I mean, I know it always seems harsh. I have to defend the rogue here and say that it is his one ability that progresses as he goes on a level. Like a fighter's ability. You don't need to defend it. I'm not complaining. (laughs) I'm very happy about that. It's it's just amazing. All right. Sorry. I forgot. I forgot something here. Um, When you get wrapped up in the tentacles, uh, Mm -hmm. you feel feel like this pressure, like, like leech bites. From the uh, from the tentacle arm, yep. And you're gonna take uh, seven points of necrotic damage. Ooh, okay. And he regains as many hit points as well. So you go to stab him, and doing a whopping twenty five damage. You go for the eye. He like moves you like further away from his face, and your dagger bites into his tentacle arm. 
severing it cleanly, and you drop to the floor on your feet, shake this tentacle nice. arm off. There's even more blood now. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Very Ash and the Evil Dead. <laughs> yes. He cries out, Ugh, my tentacle. And I cry out, as the blood sprays in my face. <laughs> Just motorboating the tentacle arm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vanna would think it's sick. Vanna is nowhere to be seen, so we're going to jump right to Faye. <laughs> what about the my dudes? Berserkers? Yeah. Oh. What about my dudes? All right. Go ber- go for berserkers. Five berserker attacks. Go for berserkers. So they just pile on from behind. <laughs> I don't even know, like, how is there room for this many people to be attacking one person? It's like a rugby team. Like, they're just diving <laughs> over each other to get shots in. <laughs> and how did we do? We got two hits. Actually, roll that three times because of the crit. One of them was a crit. 10, 12, 12. Oh, oh fucking suck it. God. 34, Worst. 40 points of damage. He is barely standing. Faye, it is your turn. He's starting to look around for a way out. <laughs> All right. So I am going to, one, ask Gilly how he's doing, though, for a second. Like, how's your house? <laughs> I'll just spit out some blood and say, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to order Max to uh, go for his other eye. All right. And to go to stab Make an him. attack with advantage. <gasps> I like the sound of that. <laughs> I got a natural 20. Oh my God. <laughs> so this is going for his mind flare eye. Yeah, mm-hmm. we already got his dragon eye. He dodged and got the yeah his tentacle cut tentacle off. instead. Yeah, I'm going for his mind flare eye. Seventeen. Seventeen points of damage. With all these berserkers just braying and swinging their battle axes, and Gilly shaking off this tentacle, Alasha darting in with her long sword. This floating rapier just glides in slowly and. And there's this stillness in the air. And you hear one of the ber- berserkers say, Whose sword is that? <laughs> and then a thud as Agaran's uh, heavy form falls to the ground. Die, motherfucker, die, motherfucker, die! Fan <laughs> <laughs> is not even she here. from across the, the berserkers. <laughs> I said that, and everyone hears it. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the recording because I think that's a good spot. <laughs>